Welcome back to the Radiant Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Chapman, and this week I have my friend Natalia Crawford of She Leads Daily with me. Hey, Natalia. Hi, Kelsey. How are you doing? So good. I'm so glad to have you here. I would love for you to start by sharing your story, a little bit about you, how you got to where you are, what you do, what She Leads Daily does. Tell us it all. All right. So um, let's see. Trying to take my story and make it short. (laughs) So I grew up more or less in a Christian home. Um, Not both of my parents are saved, but I was surrounded by Christians. My mom was saved, is saved. Um, My grandmother is saved. And um, I just remember like as a little girl uh, sitting with my grandma and uh, she's in Mexico and I'd go, we'd go visit every summer. And I just remember sitting with her as a little girl and she would uh, read her read the Bible to me, and she would sit me down to pray with her. And um, you know, no, you know, if I'm completely honest, um, at the time I thought it was really boring <laughs> because I was a little girl. So I just I was like, I want to play. Like I don't know who these people are that you're talking about in the Bible, and um, and everyone we're praying for. When you're Hispanic, it's a long list of people to pray for. <laughs> so. I thought it was boring, but now I look back and I'm so grateful for um, people in my life who introduced me to God. Um, you know, I think for a long time growing up, he was more of a an idea or a far off person that I I watched other people have a relationship with, and it wasn't really until I was older. Um, I'd say probably around when I was 13, 12 or 13 years old, that I went away to a um, a church a youth camp. And I ended up uh, one night, you know, we were praying and we were outside. And, um, you know, the pastor just kind of said, if you want to know God, you know, just let him know that you want to know him. And so I did, um, you know, because I saw the intimacy and the relationship others had with him and I wanted that. So I said, you know, God, I want to know you. And at that moment, I felt his presence and I knew that he was real. Um, And I just, I, I finally had that like, okay, I know that this is real. It's not just a story that I read when I was a little girl. Um, and from there, I wasn't really going to a church where we were being taught like what reading your Bible looks like or how to have a relationship with God. So I didn't know how. I just knew He was real. And I just kept living my life in you know, junior high and high school, not really knowing any better, not having an identity, um, but instead trying to find it in being popular or dating certain guys or um, you know, just seeking it in the wrong things. Um, and then my junior year in high school, I ended up going to another, we, we ended up going to a different church. I went to another camp and rededicated my life to Christ and ended up, um, just finally learning through this church, you know, what, what it looked like to read my Bible, to pray, to have a relationship with God. And ever since then, I just kind of, got on fire for him. And um, uh, I can say so much. (laughs) Let me know if it's too much. Um, But uh, so after high school, so I was on fire for God. I just wanted to serve him. 
Um, but I did what everyone always tells you to do. Um, I graduated, I got accepted into a private university and, you know, my plan was to go be a journalist. Um, and halfway through my first semester in college, I ended up finding out that I had to drop out. Um, we weren't going to be able to just, uh, afford it financially. And even while I was there, it just felt like it wasn't where I was supposed to be. So I was kind of caught in a place of, I can keep going here, but I'm going to go into a lot of debt. And I, I felt kind of lost on, is this really what God wants me to do? Um, so I ended up dropping out and it was awful because I'm one of those people that just has my entire life planned out. Um, you know, I had my entire life plan laid out before me and this wasn't a part of that plan. <laughs> you know, I was going to go to college like everyone else. I was going to graduate and become a journalist. And um, at that moment, I just felt like everything around me was completely shattered and I, I had no plan. I didn't know who I was really or what I was supposed to do. And um, God just put it on my heart to go to a Bible college. Um, and so I did. And during that time, I was able to find myself, figure out what God wanted me to do. And I ended up meeting my husband there. Um, and within the first year of our marriage, um, when I when we first got married, I kind of started, you know, as, as a newlywed, I felt like, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, like, I don't know what having a godly marriage looks like. I am meal planning all of a sudden and doing all these things that I, I don't even know how to do. Um, and so I started a blog for newlywed Christian women where I was just kind of sharing what I was learning because I figured if I feel this way, I'm sure there's other women who are feeling this way too. And after having that blog for a few months, um, I I found out that the women who were reading it were, were single women, newlyweds, or women who had been married for many, many years. And that just really showed me that there was a need for something encouraging, inspiring, faith-based, and that it was such a need that women who were in other seasons different from my season were reading my blog just because they needed that, even though what I was writing about wasn't necessarily specific to that. So that's kind of where the vision for She Leads Daily came, where I, I, um, I basically saw there's a need for women to know how to incorporate their faith um, in everyday life and in different seasons. So I met with a bunch of friends at a coffee shop and um, told them this vision God had given me for a site and a magazine that's faith-based and inspires women and just teaches them what it looks like to live your your faith out daily um, and just practically. Um, and that was about three years ago. Um, we called ourselves a, a magazine, but we didn't have one for many years until um, this year was the first time that we finally launched our magazine. So it was just kind of a, a, a process of waiting and holding on to God's promise. And, and now here we are. <laughs> wow. That is so cool just to hear like the evolution of how it got started and you, you noticed a gap, um, which I totally get that. We, that's, that's a, a reason writing it got started as well. It just noticed a gap and a need you could meet just by being willing to to write and to share and meeting people's needs um, 
in a small scale, being stewarding the small beginnings well and allowing God to take you through the process. And when you're faithful with the small stuff, it grows into the big stuff. I mean, that sounds like it's been your journey. I I would love for you to tell us like more about what you're doing now, the magazine, the membership. I mean, I just think it's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, when we first started, we were actually called the Christian Girl Magazine. Um, and it was kind of that evolution of like, you know, actually when it first started with as the newlywed blog, it was called the New Bride. And then it turned into the Christian Girl Magazine. Um, and then I just really felt like we needed to expand our audience because um, with it being called the Christian Girl, a lot of women thought it was like aimed towards a younger audience. And I really just had it on my heart to reach all women. You know, if, if someone is 12 years old or 50 years old and, and they're looking for encouragement or inspiration, I don't want them to feel like it's not out there for them. So we ended up going through a rebrand um, and changing it to She Leads Daily. And now we put out content. We put out a lot of content between three to five articles every week. Um, We have a membership where we offer monthly Bible studies to women. We offer our magazine. We offer resources. Um, And really the vision that God gave me, which is like kind of crazy and even scary, um, is to become the number one online resource for Christian women. And I don't even really know what that looks like or what that means, but I have made it my mission to pursue that and to, you know, do whatever it is God has called me to do. Um, And it's not always easy. It's something that, you know, there's been several times where I've wanted to give up on it just because it feels like a lot of work. But then I either God tells me not to, or I I see all the women that are being helped through all of this, and it makes it so worth it um, to keep going and to keep pushing forward. Um, And I think a lot of it has really just been trusting God, um, you know, because there's a lot of business advice out there, but I've learned that ultimately this is God's vision and I need to go to Him as the source um, to get my direction on what He wants this to become because I'm just here to carry it out, to be the hands and the feet um, and to serve the community that He has entrusted us with. Wow, really cool. So I would love to touch on that a little bit. You know, it is it is easy to kind of hear all the voices, get all the advice. What would you what would you speak to like following your own conviction and like, you know, it's important to have, you know, um, wisdom and mentors, but where's the line of like you hearing God's voice for yourself versus like what everyone else is telling you to do? Yeah, absolutely. So that's something that I have um, really gone back and forth on a lot with figuring out like how, um, how to, when to take people's advice Um and I think for me, I've, I have surrounded myself with people that I know I can trust. Um, you know, like for me, my husband is one of those people that I know I can always talk to about things. And I really value his input. And I really value the input of my mentors and friends. But at the end of the day, I always go back to God and just say, okay, what do you have to say about this? Because ultimately, that's um, what I want to do. And there's times where... 
I feel like God clearly speaks to me about something and I know I need to do that, even if it contradicts what everyone else said or even what I think I should do, um, which happens a lot of times. I think that what God calls us to do a lot of times doesn't make any sense. um, And it's just because it requires us to step out in faith and trust Him. Um, And then there's other times where I don't really get a specific direction or leading from Him. And so I just um, go with what I feel would be the best option um, or the advice that I'm getting and just trust that, you know, He he leads me and lets me know when I need to know certain things. And so I think a lot of it has to be, you know, asking God and if He isn't giving you a direct answer, then trusting yourself to make that decision. Um, You know, because the Bible talks a lot about spiritual growth. Um, And I I look at it a lot of times as like when you're a baby, you need more care and direction and help. But then as you start growing up, you know, like I don't call my mom every day and ask her what I should wear or ask her opinion on things because the idea is that she's raised me to know how to make good and, and godly decisions. And I think that when it comes to our relationship with God, a lot of people won't do things because they're waiting for Him to tell them exactly what to do. But you know, he he might. I just think a lot of times he's sitting there going, "I've already told you what to do. It's in the Bible. I've trained you. I've taught you. You know, you're a mature Christian. You know how to make good and godly decisions. You're led by the Spirit. So trust that." <laughs> wow. I mean, that is like the golden nugget of this golden nugget of this episode. I mean, I think so many people, especially with um, you know the the women and maybe some men that we have listening you know i feel like a lot of our listeners are in the process of starting something or navigating how to lead what they have started or just thinking about their dreams and we sometimes wait and wait and wait and wait and you're right god has um equipped us already and as we've been walking with him you know we do mature and we are able to make decisions on our own and um, also trust that he'll pop in and speak to us if we need to redirect. I think that mm-hmm. it's so we get so hung up on making the right decision and then end up never making a decision at all. Yes. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, I think it's so cool to hear from you and hear exactly what you guys are doing. I know you you guys have a the membership. Are there two memberships? I was looking at um, the website and it said um, one option gave you the option of growing your faith and one gave you the option of growing your faith and becoming a leader. Can you explain like what the difference is and for anyone interested, how they could become a member? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so we have the two different memberships under She Leads Daily. So one is called She Leads Life and that's more focused towards women who want to just grow in their faith. You know, this could be either maybe like a baby Christian or someone who like maybe was the the same way I was where I was saved, but I didn't really know how to have a relationship with God or how to read my Bible for a few years. Um, And so what we do is through that membership, we resource women with a monthly Bible study workbook. And then we have an online Bible study group where we come together and learn how to read uh, go like basically we do a Bible study together online um, and read scripture and meditate on different scriptures and just learn how to dig into the word and we really make sure that our Bible study workbooks aren't a replacement of scripture but that they're used alongside 
um, scripture and teach women how to dig in and how to get, you know, uh, truth from scripture. Um, and then we also provide our quarterly magazine and digital and print. Um, and then the other option um, is called She Leads Business. And that's more geared towards women who have a calling, a dream, a passion, a desire that they want to pursue. And they're looking for that faith-based training or resources, you know, because for me with starting She Leads Daily, like I didn't really have faith-based resources. Everything that I found was um, secular, you know, and, and it's good to learn from those things. But I felt like I needed something that was being taught from a faith-based perspective that had the same principles that I had that um, believed in in God and dreaming big and the impossible, and I couldn't find that. Um, and so that's when I kind of decided to create this this side of it where it's, you know, here are the resources that are going to help you, the practical things you need, but they're from a faith-based perspective where we know that ultimately you're being led by God, you know, because it's hard to explain that to the world if when when the world is telling you, you know, this is how you succeed. You need to do X, Y, and Z, and you need to follow these steps. But if God is telling you to do the opposite or to do something different, it's hard to explain that to someone and say, well, God's telling me to do this, and it makes absolutely no sense, but I know that I need to be obedient. Um, and so the She Leads business, you get all of those faith resources I mentioned because it's important that we're constantly growing in our faith um, and that should be our number one priority. But then there's also the the practical like business and leadership resources that are, you know, we bring in guest expert that are that are Christian women running businesses or ministries um, who teach on sales and marketing and leadership and balancing um, business and life and things like that. So we do the monthly, we do some monthly online workshops. We provide uh, resources and trainings, um, and both of those are available through SheLeadsDaily.com. That is so cool. I definitely um, have plenty of people that I'd love to direct to that. And I, I love what you guys are doing. I think it's very impactful. Um, and, and thank you for doing what you do. I know that you um, really value the importance of working together with women. I'd love for you to chat about that because you know, I have this conversation a lot on the podcast, so it's it's going to seem not true because everyone I have on the podcast actually b- lives out not competing. But we hear, you know, community over competition all the time, but it is rare that people actually live it. And so I would love to hear your thoughts there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah. So when God first gave me the vision for She Leads Daily, Um, so my background is in marketing and as a marketer, I know you have to know your competition, right? That's what you're taught in the world. That's the, the job I had before I did this, I was in the corporate world doing, doing marketing. And so when God gave me the vision for She Leads Daily, I was like, okay, you know, my marketing hat came on and I was like, I need to know who my competition is and what else is out there. So I started doing research online and I found that there were Um, I don't want to say a lot, but there were quite a few websites out there who were already doing more or less the vision that God had given me. And so 
initially I was just really discouraged because I was like, you know, all these people are already doing it. It looks amazing. They're doing a great job. Should I even do this? Why why did God give me this vision if there's already people out there doing similar things? And at that moment, I just felt like God really clearly spoke to me and said, you know, just because um, they have a similar vision, that doesn't mean that you can't do this. Like there's something unique about what I'm calling you to do. And there's certain people that you are called to reach. Um, and, and it just really shifted my perspective of the fact that uh, we're all part of the body of Christ. And I really see it as like, you know, I might be a hand and just because I come across another hand, I'm not like, oh, I'm not needed in the body then because there's already another hand. Like two hands are similar. They might have similar roles, but when you look really closely at them, there are differences. Um, And now whenever I come across websites or ministries or blogs that are similar, I get really excited because I just think about all of the women that they are reaching that maybe we're not reaching. And the more of us there are out there doing what God has called us to do, the bigger impact and reach that we can have. And so my, what I really believe is my purpose is to help women find and pursue what God has called them to do to live out their purpose in life. Um, So I just love to see women starting blogs or ministries or doing whatever it is God has called them to do, because uh, I really believe that it's needed. And the more of us doing it, the bigger impact we can have on the world. So I really believe in celebrating um, every woman's passion and purpose. And now I I love talking to women who have similar visions. And it's funny because I'm like, I know other people would, or at least in the secular world, people would say, don't talk to them they're your competition, but I firmly believe that there's no competition in the body of Christ and that if instead we were, we would be willing to work together, we could have such a big impact and accomplish so many more things. Totally. Girl, I'm with you. I love something you said as we were chatting before this, um, understanding that we're a reflection of God and what we're reflecting to others. And to kind of add to that, like each of us, carries a different facet of God. So why are we threatened? You know, I would love for you to kind of explain how you um, articulate that, that it is important to understand that we're reflecting God when we um, are um, sharing with others and how that looks. What does that look like for you? Yeah, absolutely. So I think it's first it starts with knowing um, ourselves Uh, Because I think that there's a lot of pressure um, on women in general to feel like we have to be a certain way, you know, just in the world. And then when it comes to Christian women, then there's a whole other level of pressure of like being like the Proverbs 31 woman or, you know, if you're a Christian woman, this is how you're supposed to be. Um, But in reality, like we're all so different, Um, you know, like for me personally, I actually am a very quiet person. I'm an introvert. Um, And it's funny because I think about, you know, like I actually, I've done quite a bit of public speaking and even as an introvert, it's something I love to do. Um, But like one of the conferences I spoke at recently, there was, you know, the, the girl that's leading it. She was just incredible. She's like passionate and animated and 
funny and cute, you know, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh man, like I need to be like that when I get up there, you know, I need to be as animated as she is. But the reality is like, I'm just not, it's not my personality. Like I'm very, I'm more like on the calm and peaceful side. Um, And it's something that, you know, with God's help, I've been able to learn to just like embrace who I am. It's a process I went through in high school um, when I just got on fire for God and accepting the things that I love to do and just who I am as a person and, and loving that. Um, so I think it starts with knowing ourselves and then knowing God um, and being as close to Him as we can, but knowing that He will He will show Himself through us and through the way that He created us because we're all made in His image. Um, and I think that He, you know, when He created us, He said, I'm going to show this side of me through you. Um, instead of looking at other women and saying, oh, well, that's that's what it's supposed to look like to be a godly woman. I have to act like she does or I have to look the way that she does um, and instead just embrace the way that God created us, our personality, our gifts, our desires, um, and, and just say, okay, I, I represent this side of God, you know, and the, the more peaceful, um, quiet, Uh, side of him and that's a good and godly thing and just embracing that and then loving each other for for who we are and accepting other women um you know the way that god created them to be and encouraging them to to thrive in that do you think that each new season kind of brings up something to embrace and work through with yourself Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, because I thought of that too. Like when you mentioned, you know, the conference, like I wouldn't have worked through that, those feelings five years ago, but I would be working through those now. And so just kind of taking it as it comes, like, you know, not digging for things to work on, but as, you know, things surface and you're like, oh, I- I'm feeling these feelings in any given situation, <laughs> you know, being aware of it, um, addressing it and moving forward. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's something we have to take as a process because I know for me, like one of the things that's part of my nature is that I try to be a perfectionist. And so with that, I can be really hard on myself, you know, where I'm like, oh, I need to work on X, Y, and Z. And when I do that, I feel like there's so many things I need to work on and I get overwhelmed, but I've just learned to rest in God and like in His grace and trust that he'll bring things up as I need to deal with them. You know, like you said, as things come up, that's when we address it. And and sometimes it doesn't always, um, I think it's a process. It doesn't always happen right away and, and not being hard on ourselves. I think we really need to have grace for ourselves because for me, the journey of getting to know myself started in high school and that was years ago. And now I'm still trying to embrace who I am and I'm still trying to live out who God has called me to be. And it doesn't mean that we haven't grown. It doesn't mean that we're not where we should be. I think it's just a process and we need to embrace that and have grace for ourselves as we continue to learn what it looks like to resemble God to the world. Absolutely. Yeah. I, one of the best piece of advice and mentors um, gave me a while back ago, was don't go digging up something. And they used a very um, great analogy, which is going to make me sound so Southern and country. <laughs> but um, they they said, you know, 
if if you dig up a cow pie, it's just going to stink more. Like <laughs> you don't want to do that. And so that really gave me insight into I'm, I'm typically the one that's like, let's just deal with it all now so I can live in the most fullness, the most freedom <laughs> and the most joy. Like if I have these problems, like let's just like dig for any more that could possibly be there that I don't even know I have. And I've learned to kind of take it as it comes, definitely deal with it head on as feelings or struggles arise, but not digging through every potential memory that could have scarred me to (laughs) work through anything that could ever hinder me. Because then I fixate on so much more than I really need to. Um, Uh And so and it's much so much wasted energy. And, you know, their point was not to not deal with it, but to kind of deal with it as it comes and, and not, you know, focus all your energy there. So that was really impactful for me because I'm so wired to be like, let's just deal with it all right now. So I don't have to feel (laughs) ever again. And yeah, (laughs) Um, Yeah. (laughs) which is just funny, but um, I would love to, for you to kind of touch on what it was like for you to to launch. I know those beginning phases of any dream are scary. And, you know, I know that you were newly married. I don't know if you, if you're working at the time, if you still juggle a J job, what does that look like? Cause it, it can feel overwhelming to juggle it all or to wonder, is this going to be something, you know, what's it like to put yourself out there and what were those beginning phases like? Yeah. So, I think, you know, looking back at our first launch, I think, and I say first launch and I'll explain that, um, I was just really excited. You know, I I had this vision, it was happening. Um, I was excited to get it out there. Um, But little did I know how much we were going to change and evolve with time. Um, and it's something that I, I feel like I'm finally starting to embrace is just the change that comes with pursuing your dreams. Um, you know, because I think that initially we have this vision, we have this idea, we put it out there and we're like, okay, this is awesome. It's perfect. But really, I think that just generally in business, we have to be willing to change and evolve and grow. Um, and so because of that, we've, you know, we've we uh, rebranded, we've tried things and changed things and found things that work and things that don't work and um, and have learned that, I don't know, we've, we've just learned to make mistakes and to learn from them and, and improve. And our community has been with us and, and seen us through a lot of it. Um, so in a sense, it feels like we've had a lot of launches and relaunches of things, but it's really taught me just not to give up on your dream, um, which is really hard a lot of times, but it's something that I'm so passionate about and I believe in so much that I know that if I were to give up on it, I would never be able to stop thinking about it and the fact that it was something that God entrusted me with. Um, So at the time when we launched, I was working full-time. I actually worked full-time up until last year. And it was really hard because it felt like I was working two full-time jobs, um, you know, where I was working my day job, doing marketing uh, for corporate companies. And then I was running this business or this ministry um, on the side, working evenings and weekends. And it was a lot. um, It was a lot of work. It was something I was really passionate about, but I wasn't really great about 
balancing things out initially or allowing myself time to rest. Um, you know, I, I tend to be a very passionate person. And when I find something, I'm like, you know, let's do this and make it happen right now, um, which is really good. I think that's one of the reasons God chose me to do this. But at the same time, I, um, through, through I guess, just experiences, had to learn to also balance it out and slow down and the importance of rest. And it's something that I finally have learned to incorporate into my life. Um, and then last year, I was able to leave my full-time job and work from home, um, which gives me more freedom to work on She Leads Daily. Um, and it's it's been a huge blessing to be able to do that. It's something I wanted for a long time, but it definitely took some time and patience and just trusting God um, for the right timing for all of that to happen. Absolutely. It can feel, it can take, it can take a year and stretch it out into what feels like 10. Yes. <laughs> but it's so worth it. Um, the, that email from the one person who tells you their life has been impacted, it makes it worth it and, mm-hmm. and gives you the grace and the energy to keep to keep going, I think, at least for me in my journey, because, you know, me too, I've juggled a job in the process of starting up Radiant and um, thankfully I'm flexible and able to do it at my own pace, but it it's worth it. And it takes a lot of grit to, to keep pushing through when you don't see immediate results and mm-hmm. going through the rebranding and the discouragement. It, I, mm-hmm. I totally get it. And it's, it's part of the process and it, it's going to be worth it. So, yeah, absolutely. I, I see where um, you say one of the biggest things you like to focus on are women becoming who God created them to be and working with each other to accomplish that. And we touched on that a little bit at the beginning, but do you have any like suggestions of how, how women can do that, how they can um, embrace the process of becoming and how they can collaborate and connect to accomplish that? Yeah, absolutely. So I think, um, you know, first understanding that we are in a process of constantly, you know, becoming or learning to become more like Christ and um, just seeing, just understanding that we ourselves are a work in progress and that's okay and having grace for ourselves um, as we pursue our God dreams. And I think that a lot of, and with that, we, I think we also need to under understand who God says that we are by knowing who He says we are, you know, like knowing that He says that we are more than a conqueror. If you are going to go after your God dreams, you have to know that because you're going to constantly be facing opposition um, and trials. And that's not, I'm not saying that in a way to discourage people. I'm saying that in a way of like, you have when that does happen you have to remind yourself that you're a conqueror and that you can overcome this um because it's just a reality of the world we live in you know we live in a world where um the enemy is you know he's ruling this world he's doing things and he's trying to come against us for expanding the kingdom of god so he's going to try to stop us um but i really like to say that you know trials aren't 
um, an, an excuse for us to quit. They're an opportunity for us to be the conqueror that God says we are. Um, and so we really need to take those opportunities to say, okay, this is trying to stop me, but I know that I'm more than a conqueror. So this is my opportunity to step up and live that out um, and conquer this situation because there is a promise for me on the other side. There's a blessing. There's someone who needs to be helped. Um, and it's really important for us to know and to understand that our purpose isn't just about ourselves; It's about expanding God's kingdom and about people that need to know about Him. Um, you know, so many people spend so much time wondering what their purpose is. And I 100% believe that we all have a unique calling, but ultimately, all of our purposes as Christians is to expand God's kingdom, to tell people about Him and His love for them. So we're all going to do that in one way or another. Um, and I really take that as a huge responsibility, you know, and, and just the fact that behind my purpose, there's um, people that need to be reached. There's women that need to know about God's love, about His plan for their life. And if I don't step out to live my purpose, then I'm not doing my part in reaching those women and helping them. Um, so I, that to me, that's a big, like, I guess, motivator to say, I need to do this because there's someone out there who needs to know about God's love for them. Um, so I think it's important for women to know that, yeah, you're going to face opposition, but you've, you're more than a conqueror. So know who God says you are and remind yourself of that every day as you go through life and as you pursue whatever gifts He's put on your heart. Um, and also really, I guess the other thing I'd want to say is to just start. I see, um, you know, I, I talk to a lot of women who have an idea, they have a passion, a desire, a vision for something, but they don't know where to start, so they haven't started pursuing it. Um, and I just really like to think of the story of like the boy with the loaves and the fish. Um, you know, he he didn't see that situation as like, oh my goodness, there's so many people. There's no way my lunch could feed them all, so I'm just not going to do anything. Um, instead, he took what he had and he did what he could. And that's kind of my advice to women is if you have a vision, a dream, or a desire— Start with what you can, um, start with what you have and do what you can. Um, even if it seems small, you know, if you have a vision to start a magazine, then start a blog. Um, if you have a vision to be a worship leader, then start volunteering for the worship team at your church. Um, and I think women, we just, we see that vision and we're like, how do I get there? Um, but it's really in the baby steps. So if you have a vision, if you have a dream, and it just you just don't understand how you're going to get there. Just start with what you have, do what you can, and as you're faithful with it, God will grow it um, and lead you where He wants you to go. Man, girl, you are preaching some truth on this podcast today, so I'm so thankful you're here. Um, <laughs> shifting gears a little, I would love for you to kind of talk about your most recent le leap of faith of moving and um, leaving... Um, the place you grew up where you had great community, great church, great friends. Um, and you moved to Seattle recently and what that's been like, what the process of moving there has been like. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, recently, um, let's see, about a month ago, my husband and I moved from Southern California where we both grew up 
Um, and we moved out to Seattle, Washington, where we don't know anybody. <laughs> um, and it's really funny because all of this is literally just something God put on our heart to do. And it started when we were dating. Um, when we first started talking, we both told each other, like, we're going to stay in California for our entire life. We don't feel called to go anywhere else. This is where we're going to be forever. So we were like, okay, cool. We're both on the same page. We're just going to stay here. And then while we were dating, um, when we were both in, we were in different places, we weren't together at the moment, um, and we were dating, God dropped it on his heart. He just dropped Seattle on his heart while he was having lunch with his grandpa, who is his mentor. And at the same time, God dropped Seattle on my heart. And I was like, okay, that's weird. Neither of us had ever been there. We didn't know anything about it. And when we saw each other, we shared it. And it was interesting because we had both gotten that from God at the same time. Um, so it was just that confirmation of, okay, there's something here. Um, we don't really know what it is. And so once we had that on our heart, we uh, visited and we just fell in love with it and with the people. And we really saw the need for um, just the presence of God um, and His love here. And so as we got married, um, we just kept visiting and, and it was something that we knew in our heart we would do eventually. We just didn't know when. Um, we didn't know, you know, it could be three years from now, 10 years. It's just something we have on our heart. So we were just waiting on God's timing. And um, and then about a year, or actually last year, uh, we both just started getting the sense that it was going to be time to move. And that's when I was able to leave my job and work remotely. My husband was already working remotely. Um, so we just saw how God started lining things up perfectly for us to be able to move. And so we just started making the preparations. We knew for a few months before the move, we started just kind of getting ready for it, telling family and friends, um, and really uprooting ourselves. And that's, I like to use that word because that's literally what it felt like because we had been there our entire lives, you know, so our roots and everything were there. And it was um, bittersweet because we were excited about coming out here and what God has in store. But we were all so sad because of, and it was a little bit painful because it was uprooting, you know, leaving the place where we were raised, our family, our friends. Um, and that was really, really hard. You know, there were days where I'd look at the boxes we were packing and think we were crazy. And then there were days where I just couldn't wait to get out here. Um, and so now we're here and we've been here for a month. And, um, you know, we still don't know exactly what it is that we're supposed to be doing here, but we're just staying faithful to, you know, we know God sent us here. Um, we're staying faithful to the things that He has given us um, to do now, you know, with She Leads Daily and any other things that He's entrusted us with. And we're kind of in that, in the middle um, season, you know, where we're like, okay, we're here, we're getting settled in. We don't really know why we're here, but we're expectant. Um, and it was literally just a leap of faith. You know, it wasn't work because so many people ask, you know, is it work or why are you guys moving? And we're like, we don't know. It's literally just out of faith. 
And it's crazy, but it's exciting because it's an adventure with God. And so we're here and we don't know why, but we know that it's good and, and it's a godly thing. And all you know, we're here to just love people and tell them about God and he'll he'll lead us to the rest. Man, that is so cool. And I resonate so much. You know, we moved to serve our friends at a church, but it wasn't for work. It wasn't for um, any other reason than that. And we're not on staff. So when people are like, oh, did you take a position? And we're like, nope, we just moved here. (laughs) And it, you know, we have seen out of that act of obedience, um, such fruit in our lives in this year. And there have been other challenges. Like I really miss my family, you know, and that has been a challenge for me, particularly having grown up in my hometown, kind of like you both, um, both being born and raised in Southern California. So for me, it was a huge challenge to just up and leave my family and lifelong friends there. Um, and honestly, that challenge didn't really set in for me until you know, the early adventure honeymoon phase was over, you know, for me <laughs> at first I was like, Oh, it'll be fine. I won't, it won't be that hard for me. And then it really <laughs> set in where I was like, wow, I really, it, it's been a challenge. Um, but there has been so much fruit and kind of a blossoming season that has happened here that, you know, you never know what's going to happen out of one step of obedience. And I will, you know, no matter where we end up long-term, I will forever know that I know that I know that this season and in this act of obedience was the right move for us. So I love that. I'm I'm excited to hear more about, you know, what um, unfolds in your journey in Seattle, because that is just really cool. Um, You know, for the final kind of segment of, of this podcast, I love to ask, you know, what are some resources that you find helpful in your own walk or really just, some Netflix shows you like day to day. Like it's always fun to hear what people are reading, what people are listening to, you know, a mix of fun and depth. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, Let's see. So as far as resources, so I am a bookworm. I love to read. Um, And so I can give you a few books if anyone out there likes to read. Uh, I really like um, a book called You Can Have It All by Mary Kay Ash. Um, and it's really funny because I bought the book and I didn't know that she was a Christian. Um, and then as I started reading it, I realized like how much, you know, like she's a Christian and how much her faith played a huge role in her building that company, um, the Mary Kay Cosmetic Company. So I would recommend reading that book. It was just really impactful to me on how she runs her business and how her faith was just like the foundation of it all. Um, And that was really neat. Uh, Another more like, I like to read a lot of business books. I'm a business nerd. So (laughs) Um, I like, I really like Entree Leadership by Dave Ramsey. It has some really good, just practical business advice. And he's also a Christian. Um, And then I also, oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm reading it right now. (laughs) Oh, you are? Oh, that's perfect. It's just such a good book. It's very practical and like, you know, and he's a Christian. So it it really just helps when you have someone with the same principles teaching you, you know? (laughs) Um, And then another one that I really liked that's not a faith-based book, um, but that I really learned a lot from was Lean In by Sheryl Sandberg. Um, I really, really enjoyed that book. And then to make it more fun, 
Um, as far as Netflix goes, so I love to watch movies. That's like my thing. It's kind of how I like unwind. Um, I, I, I like to joke and say that like in another life, I would have been a movie director because um, I just really love watching TV shows and, and movies. And I guess one of my, my guilty pleasures is Gilmore Girls. Um, I really enjoy watching that show. It's kind of my go-to, even though I've seen it. I just kind of watch it over and over again. Um, and then as far as movies, I'm always looking for new movies to watch. Um, I love to, I I obviously love chick flicks, romantic comedies. Those are always a lot of fun. (laughs) Me too, girl. Yeah. Gilmore Girls. Whoa, I can't talk today. Gilmore Girls. You can't go wrong. I have to admit, I've only watched, you know, a few episodes of it, which is like the abominable sin of girl world, but. (laughs) You know, I'll get there one day. It might be my next binge. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, if you could leave our listeners with like one bit of advice, what would you really want to speak into them? I think the one thing I would really focus on is like, is just to think about how you can live your purpose out today. Um, and I think when we wake up every day with that approach we're gonna make make sure that every single day is purposeful um you know because I think it's easy to just get into the the rhythm of life and just kind of go with things and get into a routine and not really see the how special each day is but you know the fact that we wake up in the morning like that in itself is such a blessing that we have the opportunity to live another day to know God and to share his love with people. And so um, instead of trying to view our life as like, you know, this lifelong journey of figuring out what our purpose is and trying to figure everything out and have our life planned out to just say, okay, what is my purpose today? Like, how can I make today, excuse me, how can I make today just an amazing day that is purposeful, that you know, that I just focus on my relationship with God and that I can show other people His love. How can I do that just practically today? Um, and I think that if we just have that mindset every single day, then we're we're bound to live a purposeful life. Man, I needed that for my day today. <laughs> Seriously, it has been such a joy to have you here. I can't wait to stay connected. I love what you're doing with She Leads Daily. Um, how can our listeners keep up with you via social media? What are your websites? Um, we will definitely link these up in the show notes, but just so they can hear it now. Yeah, absolutely. So you can um, check out our website at sheleadsdaily.com um, or follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Um, our our handle is She Leads Daily. Um, and yeah, I would love to connect with you through there. Thank you so much for joining us. I know that um, myself and our listeners are going to really enjoy keeping up with what you're doing and being a part of it. Um, And I can't wait to see everything you guys get to accomplish and and do. Thank you so much, Kelsey. I loved being on here. And um, thanks so much for giving me the opportunity to chat with you. Thank you. You guys, Natalia was a blast. I love chatting with her. Her heart is just so kind and pure. As always, I've linked up Natalia and She Leads Daily on all social media outlets and their website in the show notes. 
And I'd just love for you to go show them some love, link arms with them. What they're doing is incredible. And I I love um, getting to participate in that and be a part of it. And if you want to get more involved here, we would love to have you. We have quite a few ways for you to get involved. We just launched City Meetup. So we'd love to host a Radiant City Meetup in your city. If you don't see your city on the map, you can be a host. We would love that. We really want to bring women together across the country and across the world. So that's definitely an option. Also, we have the Radiant Community That's a discipleship platform where we have 12 video devotionals a month, six women teaching in the community, and a private Facebook group where you get to interact and go deeper with women and walk alongside women in your faith. We really wanted to facilitate that here at Radiant, and that is how we're doing it. So we'd love for you to get involved. You can find all links to this at radiantcollective.org. We've provided that in the show notes as well as all our social media platforms. So go show us some love and I can't wait to see you next week. Cozy up for the holidays with 60% off everything at Banana Republic Factory, including soft sweaters, comfy pajamas, must-have gifts, and more from $9.99. Find your nearest store now, only at Banana Republic Factory. Get 50 through 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Plus, shop new doorbusters for the family, including outerwear, jeans, and our Gap Logo Crew Neck sweatshirt. Find it all at Gap Factory or GapFactory.com through December 14th. It's not every day you have to replace a water heater, more like every 10 years. The Home Depot can help with a wide selection of the latest models from Ream and a helpful online water heater buying guide to help make choosing the right Ream easy. From gas to electric, tankless, even smart models that can spot a leak before it happens. Water heaters have come a long way. You don't have to. Go to homedepot.com to find the latest Ream water heaters and helpful answers and advice from our water heater buying guide. Only from the Home Depot. How doers get more done.